Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Las Vegas. Judy, I'm still out west, west coasting in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. The weather is awesome out here, but excited to have another Live with Judy and Nate segment. We've got a powerful 
interview lined up with another world changer, J.B. Owen, coming up in a few minutes. But uh, how was your weekend? How was your Mother's Day weekend, Jude? Tell us, uh, did you do anything fun? Did you have any adventures? What's going on in L.A.? Well, you know what? It's really funny. Well, L.A. has opened up. In fact, I was with a client last night celebrating his birthday, which was fabulous. Uh, we're back up. We're in person. However, we're all still really cautious because uh, they, you know, COVID still, my husband, as you know, Stan is a, a, an infectious disease doctor. So we're paying attention to it. But gosh, it's great. The weather's beautiful. And we're outside a lot and exercising. And, and it's just it's just been great, Nate. But, but you know, the, the thing is that also we're getting ready to, as you know, launch our Kobe, which is the collaboration of brilliant entrepreneurs. We're getting ready to launch that online course. And I know you're going to help me because I've never done an online course. Kobe's in person. It's a master class. It's a master program. People come in for it. And it's people who are really seasoned entrepreneurs, uh, some brick and mortar employees. But this that we're doing online, it's for a lot of people who actually are on Clubhouse. There are a lot of solo entrepreneurs and small business owners that need to know processes in order to grow in order to have a life, in order to make more revenue. So we're taking our Kobe Master and putting it online. So we're getting ready for that. So that's one of the things. And then I am not a mother, Nate, but, and I saw a picture of your mom and you, which I thought was beautiful. And I had a picture of my mom on the, my mother on my Instagram. And, but I, I think that for women, this is for the women who are listening. I think that we are all mothers to so many others. And you know, I, I've witnessed to, to unwed mothers on the streets, and I've been in prisons to speak to girls in prison, and, and then my girlfriends. I think we all kind of mother each other, and I think today, Nate, with, with and fathers, let's not leave out the dads. I think that the more that we all nurture each other and help each other grow, that's, that's better for the whole world. So I was celebrating my, my girlfriends who are mothers. That's what I was doing, and, and then even, and you know, Nate, it's kind of fun. One of my former assistants, uh, she, <laughs> these girls, I've been so fortunate. I, I stayed in touch with almost all my former assistants. They come see me once a year at Christmas. I have a Christmas tea for them. And, and I get Mother's Day cards. So I said it's, it, it was all in all a great day. And I love that shot with you and your mom. So to all the mothers that I didn't get to talk to, I hope you had a great, a great day. And I think that you get to be celebrated every day. Well said. Well said. Yes, uh, I wanted to be back in Tennessee, but it's going to be a couple more weeks, uh, maybe three weeks before I get to go back and visit uh, in Tennessee and hang out for a month or two. Uh, I like to spend my time out here in Vegas during the spring and winter when it's warmer and then get back to Tennessee during the summer when it's, uh, you know, when it's nice and warm in Tennessee. So uh, looking you forward to the best to, of uh, both worlds. You have the best <laughs> of both worlds, don't you? <laughs> yep. Yep. And I need to get over to L.A. and uh, hang out with you, Jude, and, uh, you know, get to see what you're doing with Kobe. And I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing what you do online with Kobe, because I know you can add so much value to entrepreneurs and business owners and help them structure their processes and systems. So looking forward to helping you dive into it. What's one benefit other than just setting up processes? What's something you've seen some of the entrepreneurs that you work with, uh, you know, a benefit, a, a story, a result that they've gotten by going through some of your programming, just to give people an idea of why they might want to start thinking about uh, uh, Kobe? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked that question because we are getting ready to do a Kobe introductory live out here for a new group for live. And I was looking through just, just yesterday and over the weekend, I was looking through some of the, the quotes that people have said that have been going through Kobe and what they're learning. And they've said, now Kobe is giving me a path to pursue the opportunities that I knew I've always been capable of. Kobe has allowed me to focus so that I'm pursuing bigger opportunities. Kobe has helped me have another stream of revenue. Kobe has helped me have more income 
and have more life. So that's basically, if I had to just summarize it in a sentence, it's learning how to master your time, look at the world differently, because most people are so busy. Here's, here's one of the things, one of our processes, Nate, you are either, and this is true in life, by the way, it's not just for entrepreneurs, you are either devolving, which means you're not growing, revolving, doing the same thing over and over again, or evolving. And we have a process. We like to work with people who are evolving. That's what Kobe is about for both personally, financially, and having the life, not just thinking about it, but living the life that they want. So that's, that's in synopsis of what Kobe is about. So if anybody has any questions about that, they want to learn about it, maybe they want to start reading about your Kobe systems, should they just DM you the word Kobe, C-O-B-E, C-O-B-E? They or can is there just go to, they can do that or they can go to the link tree as well. It's in my bio. It's in the bio here, my link. You know, if you just go to my link tree and, you know, we can send you something on clarity. Hey, that's really, you know, something, Nate. And then we, we want to get to our guests and, and find out anything that I should know about you or we all should know about you. But, you know, one of the things that we start with in this business, in, in Kobe, is what business are you really in? And I'd love everybody to think about that for a minute. What business are you really in? I thought I was in the communication business, which I am. However, we have a process to talk to, to, talk to clients. It's a whole process. But to learn what business they will tell you that you are in. And so I took my, some of my clients and staff and all of that through this process to find out what business am I really in. And I was shocked. Now, the reason this is important, everybody, for you, the reason this is important is when you find out what business you're really in, it will change your mind, it will change your income, it will change how you spend your time, and it will, and it will change how you grow. Now, I'll give you a really quick example. For instance, the, by the way, on mine, when, these, when, these, when this, this, this process got back to me after, you know, after talking to my clients, and it's a process that we take them through to find out. And I found out that I was actually in the leadership business. And then communication was, oh, yes, by the way, I'm a better speaker. I'm doing great on stages now. I'm actually going into world leadership. But it was always about leadership. You've taught me how to be a better leader. I'm more productive. I'm more, I'm more effective. I'm producing greater results. I would never have put myself in the leadership category, even though I've led a lot of things in my life. But that's what my clients saw and people who work with me. So that's why getting clarity about what business you're in. And if you don't know, ask your clients. And I'll tell you how this came home. There was a, the um, founder of Rolex Watches. And if anybody owns a Rolex watch, you know they run around 50K. Uh, he was being interviewed by a reporter, and the reporter said, well, you're in the watchmaking business. And he said, the CEO said, no, no, I'm not. I'm in the luxury status business. And you see the difference, how that takes you. There's watches. You can buy a watch anywhere for a whole lot less than 50K. But the CEO knew the business he was in. He made a product that was for people who wanted status and luxury. So clarity and your business is one of the places we start, Nate. I hope that I hope that gives you something to think about today. So just go to our link tree. That was actually so good. And if you're listening and you're not here in the room, you can find Judy at J-U-D-Y-Jernud, J-E-R-N-U-D-D on Instagram and find a, a link to her link tree at the top of her Instagram page. <clears throat> or you can reach out and find out more information at kobecoach.com, C-O-B-E coach.com. 
So you uh, got it, Nate. Thank you. This is I'll, this is great. I'm so glad you're excited about this. I am too, Nate. Thanks. Yeah, and we need to dive deeper into that on the social media show in a segment coming up soon because I do think that's important to understand exactly what business you're in and uh, you know maybe who you're selling to. And we can go so deep in that. I love that, Judy. Thanks for giving a little bit of a more of a perspective on what you do and how you serve entrepreneurs. So let's dive right into it, guys. I'm excited today because we're going to be talking with uh, JB Owen. I got I had the privilege of meeting JB at the Think and Grow Rich World Tour here in Las Vegas a couple of weekends ago, and we had an absolute blast. And I got to hear from so many great speakers. And uh, JB was uh, had a spot right there on the front row, and uh, where uh, true leaders hang out. And uh, so I want to introduce you, Judy, to JB. But before we do, I just want to uh, you know kind of give you guys just a, a couple of thoughts, couple of a uh, points on JB. She actually started her career in fashion and the design industry. And Judy, you will be happy to know that she actually worked uh, in the film industry for 15 years with television as a set supervisor. So you guys probably crossed paths there in LA. I don't know if uh, if uh, JB actually, I don't know if you actually spent much time in LA or if you did that in Canada where you are from. But now she is the founder and CEO of Ignite Publishing. And uh, she uh, basically uh, is a publishing company where she helps people, uh, you know, write books and uh, bring out their creativity, gr bring out their their spark, help people use uh, the books to take their business, take their lives, take their stories to the next level and uh, is a visionary in igniting a billion lives with a billion words. JB, welcome. I want to introduce you to Judy Jernud. Welcome to uh, Breakfast with Champions this morning. Good morning. Good morning and super delighted to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nate. Judy, pleasure to meet you. Hey, everybody on uh, Brexit Champions this morning, just delighted to be here. One of the best places on Clubhouse to be is in this room, so I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for the intro. Go ahead, Jude. Hello, JB. And it, it's Jude, but I have to ask you if you're comfortable with it, what is the JB? Because as soon as I heard JB, I thought I have to know what that is. As soon as Nate, Nate said you were going to be with us this morning, can you tell us? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great story. Uh, my parents, my father was away when I was born, so my mom had to give, put something on the birth certificate when to take me out of the hospital, and so she put J period B period, thinking that one day they would name me Julie or Barbara or Brenda when my dad got home from traveling, and of course during that time he was away, they just kept calling me baby JB because they didn't have a name for me. And he came back from his travels and said, JB, let's cool, let's just go with that. So my birth certificate was never changed and I just grew up with JB. Tough name as a kid, I will say. It wasn't so easy, especially being a female. Uh, but now I love it, embrace it, I'm super proud of it. But it is just JB, that's all I got. It's the JB and Jude show. I'm excited. And I'm just here for it. I'm just here watching on the sidelines. And I'm, I'm privileged and blessed to be here for the JB and Jude show. So, guys, <laughs> welcome. If you just jumped in, this is live with Jude and Nate. And we talk to world changers, thought leaders, entrepreneurs that are making a difference. And today we're privileged to have JB Owen in here to tell us a little bit about her story and what she's working on at Ignite Publishing. So, JB, uh, I want to start off with a little bit of fun before I let you tell your story. Uh, what was it like? to ride a bicycle 5,000 kilometers across Canada. Tell us about that experience. Yeah, well, when COVID hit, everybody was sitting at home not knowing what to do. And of course, after a few months, I'd gained about 16 pounds and was feeling completely uh, closed in. And I was like, you know, this is not the way life should be. In fact, we need to be thinking about what's possible. We need to be 
opening up our minds to what we are capable of doing. And so we had a tandem bike get, collecting cobwebs on the uh, wall in the garage. My husband and I decided we would cycle 5,000 kilometers across Canada just to show people what was possible. You could get up off the couch with an idea. You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to train. You don't have to know all the whys, the hows, and the whats. You just got to have a destination in mind and go after it. And so 56 days on the bike, we cycled 5,000 kilometers to the Parliament buildings in Canada, in Ottawa. And it was truly an incredible experience. I learned a lot of things while cycling on that bike about it just takes one you know, foot in front of the other. You just got to pedal. It's not all about the number at the end. It's not all about the finish line. You can't always keep going uphill. You know, sometimes you have to enjoy the downhill. There are a lot of analogies that came from that cycle ride. I've written a book called uh, Wisdom from the Back of a Bike, was inspired the next year to cycle 6,500 kilometers to Alaska. And this year we will bike 10,000 kilometers from coast to coast, filming a documentary and igniting humanity, really showing people how they can create their own ignite moments and powerful transformation through taking action and going after a dream. Ooh, I love that. I love that. What a what a start this interview, this conversation, <laughs> a little bit of spice, a little bit of fire, uh, showing people what's possible, showing people that anything is possible. And it sounds like that's an overall theme of, you know, your career, your, you know, your why, your purpose, why you're, uh, you know, working with Ignite Publishing, why you started Ignite Publishing. And so from riding a bicycle to helping people write books to speaking around the world, traveling around the world with your with your family, it sounds like you're living, uh, you know, living a testimony of showing people what's possible. Um, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you come through, uh, you know, create this mindset of, uh, of believing that anything is possible? Is there a story in the past, something where you may be a before and after? Share us a little bit about your story and how you came to this conclusion that anything is possible. Yeah, thank you for asking. You know, interestingly enough, I had a very sort of, um, well, my father was actually kind of a little bit, looking back, he was a bit of a neginim. You know, I'd always had these big dreams and big ideas. I remember seven years old wanting to have a Kool-Aid stand. And my dad was like, give your head a shake, that's ridiculous. And that was kind of his favorite saying, give your head a shake, that's ridiculous. I wanted to be the lead in the school play, give your head a shake. I wanted to start a little business, give your head a shake. And so as a kid, I always remember thinking like, you give your head a shake like why not like why can't i like why shouldn't i and it was really an interesting thing that i was kind of rebellious against this give your head a shake philosophy conversely my sister who was three years older than me she um, she got the same message but you know in a lot of ways led her life very differently and i think that it's that old saying like you know somebody when in, well, two twins, you know, one ended up in jail. They asked him why. He said, my dad was an alcoholic. The other one ended up being a CEO of a company. They asked him why. He said, my dad was an alcoholic. And so there was this process of me just realizing, like, I have to go after this. I have to do it. I have to make it possible. And I just live my life under that code, realizing that there is no such thing as no. No just means new option. No just means next opportunity. And I just realized that even that bicycle ride, you know, people said like, well, what if you don't make it? What if you fail? What if you don't get there? And I, I, I kind of looked at them oddly and said like, even if I get 10K past my house, even if I make it halfway, a third, whatever, it's all a success. Every single thing is a success. It's just a step and a doorway to the next thing. Our claim to fame for our business is ignite a billion lies with a billion words. And people say, well, that's a pretty big, bold statement. What if you don't make it? 
And I'm like, well, what if I only make it 200,000 people or 300,000 people or 500,000 people? Like, it's never a failure if you just step forward, if you just step into it. And so that philosophy has just followed me. And every single thing I've done has just led to another thing and another thing. Maybe it's not what I thought it was going to be, but it's always led to something that what it's supposed to be. And it strengthens you and grows you and builds tenacity and puts some calluses on your hands so that you have the ability to go and do the next thing that you want to do. And I really want to in turn, thank my dad and say, you know, I appreciate the, the, the grit that you gave me to keep going after what I needed to do because life is not meant to be easy. It's meant to be enjoyable and enjoyable is like sinking your teeth into the meat and potatoes of the world of the opportunities of the juices of life. And so you got to go after it. You just got to go after it because it's going to open the doors for something else. So good. I love this. Got to go after it. Just take it one step at a time. And uh, guys, you're getting a JB talk here, not a Ted talk. You're getting a JB talk right here in breakfast with champions. So let's dive in and uh, talk about uh, why you started Ignite Publishing. I know you're trying to inspire a billion lives with a billion words. What's going on? Let's just go ahead and dive into it. You can tell us a little bit about what you're working on, what you're passionate about, why Ignite Publishing, and uh, exactly why somebody might want to pay attention and learn a little bit more. What all, what all are you guys doing over there? Yeah, well, you know, let's just talk about building your brand and creating, you know, some buzz around what you're up to. Every one of us has a story. Uh, I've, I've realized that there's no common denominator around the planet more than the fact that each and every one of us has a story. We've all walked a path and gone through a journey, and it's our story that absolutely defines us. I actually say your story does not define you. Instead, it refines you because the things that you've done in your life have brought you to where you are right now. And I was sitting in a conference and some people were up on stage. One of the uh, speakers was telling their story and they started crying and becoming really emotional on stage. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. When they came off the stage, what was fascinating to me is people in the front row actually stood up and hugged them and embraced them. And for the rest of the conference, you know, they had this immense camaraderie around them because they were extremely vulnerable and shared their story. And as I was sitting there, I realized, we all have a story. In fact, more importantly, we all have a desire to share and be seen and be heard and belong. And if I could create something hmm, <laughs> that would allow people to be seen and to be heard and to be recognized and validated for some of the toughest moments in their life, wouldn't the world be such a more incredible place? Because we all have skeletons in the closet. We have things that have brought shame and blame and fear into our lives and they've held us back they prevented us from going after what we actually want because we have this story that we're attached to and so what i decided with ignite moments is the fact that we all have an ignite moment that moment that's defined us and has pushed us forward and has pushed us on a new trajectory and has actually made us more of who we're meant to be but sometimes those ignite moments were difficult but if we could share those ignite moments in a way that they help somebody else and empowered another person and help pull them forward a little bit or avoid some of the potholes can you imagine how
how much better we would feel about our story. And so at Ignite Publishing, what I did was I helped people go through this very transformational journey. Some people walk over coals with Tony Robbins. Some people climb mountains without word bound. At Ignite, what we do is we walk you through your story, that time in your life where you assigned a meaning to something. And possibly it was when you were a kid. My teacher said this, my dad said this, somebody told me that I wasn't good enough, wasn't smart enough, wasn't thin enough. And that has allowed me to go on in my life and live in an area of limitations. Now, when I'm older, if I can look back at that moment and realize like, that's not really what that teacher meant, or that's not really what my dad was trying to say, or the fact that I am who I am, and this is the way that I am, that's actually a benefit for me. You can reassign a meaning to something that has held you back and give it the fuel it needs to ignite you and push you forward. And so when you tell that story and you heal that wound and you expose that vulnerability of yourself, you truly empower yourself. And let's go back to marketing. You enable people to get to know who you are. People want to do business with people, not with logos and billboards. They want to do business with people who have core values. And when you share your story, you expose the core values of who you are. And that makes people interested. They're excited. They're more drawn to you because you're sharing your real life story. And in truth, your real life story probably is part of why you do what you do. And many people who don't do what they love to do are not following their true path, which is the things that have forced you or pushed you to be the person and break out of the cocoon to become who you are. So long-windedly, what I lovingly want to share is Ignite moments really do define us, but they also bring us together and they create a camaraderie and a connection amongst people that really make people want to do business with you, want to know more about you, want to find out more about you. And so sharing your story is a really powerful tool when it comes to marketing yourself and building your brand. Oh, I love that. If I get started, we'd be here for four hours talking all about all things marketing and sharing the story and the fact that people want to do business with people, not necessarily the product or the or the brand, meaning the images. They want to do business with the people and the vision and the story behind the person. And so I encourage all of you listening, guys, if you have an Instagram page with just a business name, you don't have your personal name on there, quick tip, throw your personal name up in your bio on Instagram. Make sure your name is on there so that when you send out DMs, when people jump on your Instagram, they know who they're talking to so it's a quick tip i always like to give so before i go deep down this passionate rabbit hole i'm going to pass it over to my co-host jude jernad i know you love some of this stuff uh, what 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 have you got for jb jude you there Guys, if you're just you know what? I couldn't, there I am, don't. Yes, I there am. you go. You I found the microphone. What's up? What's up? Yeah, I grabbed my phone the wrong way and my whole screen went off. So ah. yeah, but <laughs> to pick it up, I keep I'm, I like to keep it on mute as we all need to. Hey, JB, this is an interesting conversation. And, and you know, I totally I totally agree with you. And it and and, and as does Nate with everything you've said and, and with people listening. And it's just it, it's it's always that I, I what I want to talk to you about too is is the business of your of your uh, company, but I also to talk about that that spirit because it, it it doesn't matter you know and I remember when I wanted to go on television this is the number two market in the country, and and everybody I will say was encouraging from Regis Philbin actually Regis became a mentor, but everybody was was encouraging of this. But the thing is, everyone said, but nobody starts their TV career in the number two market in the country. And I thought, hmm, but I already live here, so why do I want to move? And and I read an article from an anchor, and this is what I wanted to be, was in, on television and TV news, TV talk. And she said, you can get a thousand no's, you only need one yes. Mm-hmm. 
to get into this business. And I thought about that a lot because, you know, and, and then, but most people stop at those 999 notes. <laughs> they say, no, I'm not, this, this must be a message here. But so I really congratulate what you've done and how you listen to that inner voice. And that's, that's a message in itself to listen to what, what you were telling you. And my husband always says, no is where you start. And I, and I love that. Um, but JB, I want to talk about your business because I know a lot of our listeners, some David just talked about his ebook. A lot of people have ebooks, books, and, and they build their business around a book. Talk to us about how we get started writing a book. Yeah, great question. And it is really powerful to build a business around a book. A book is really a calling card. It's a door opener. It's an opportunity for you to share with somebody a little bit more about, about you and what you're doing. If you want to get started on a book, I really encourage you every single day, wake up 20 minutes earlier and just start writing. Don't touch your phone. Don't check your emails. There's this really powerful process that your mind is in when you first wake up is you're really in your creative essence. As soon as you touch your phone or your electronics, or read an email, you zap that out of you, you get distracted. So wake up every morning a little bit early, don't touch anything, use that creative energy that your mind is in and just start writing. You have to build the muscle. Writing is a muscle, it's a practice, it's a process. You can't, there's so many writers I work with, they're like, I wanted to get it right the per first time. Impossible. It's actually like layering and unfolding. It's like pulling back the petals of a rose. You have to write each and every day to work the muscle. You have to put in the time and the effort, create a really great outline of what it is you want to tell. There's so many things I could share. You got to know your customer. Who are you speaking to? What's their problem? What are you solving? You got to understand the emotional journey that you're going to take people on. People want to be transposed and they want to be suspended in disbelief through your writing so that they think it's possible for them. And so there's so many key components put into writing and it takes a lot of framework and dedication. I have so many people who come to me and can you just ghostwrite for me? And I have a strong belief that if you want to really stand up and speak about what you write about, you've got to do the work. You've got to put in the time and it just takes practice. You just got to get started one foot in front of the other, one pedal in front of the other. You got to realize that you do a little bit each day. So many people say to me, I need a week off. I need to go to the cabin. I need to take a month off to write my book. It never happens. Life just doesn't work out that way. So in this modern day world with all the things that we're doing, Give yourself 30 minutes a day to write a paragraph, a page, even a sentence. And after 30 days, imagine how much you'll have completed. And then work with a mentor, work with somebody, allow somebody to give you really good feedback so that your writing is really effective. Readers only get what's on the page. And so what's on the page has to be translatable. So often as a writer, we have it in our mind and we assume our readers know it. So get a good mentor, work with somebody who really understands your style and your vibe. We're the leaders of empowerment publishing. We only publish things that are empowering. We're not doing things that are in a different genre. So we're really good at knowing our market. So find somebody, if you're writing a cookbook, if you're writing a travel book, if you're doing fitness, find a publisher that is really good at that. And then protect your work. Know that your work belongs to you and that you should be in the position where your benefits, your monetization, the things that come from your, birth, your book is yours, not going to a publisher or going to somebody else that just didn't put in the work as much as you. That's really good advice, uh, JB. Thank you. And and I've written two books, and one is one we knew would never get any publicity because it's it's media. It's talking. It's, my book is about coaching people. My first book, coaching people, 
how to talk to the media. So I knew we'd never get publicity on that. So we didn't sell it as a book. We sold it as a kit, which which was a good a good move. Uh, but having said that, now now I don't know. Are you do you do the actual publishing for someone? Is this a publishing company as well? And and I'm asking that for this reason because. Years ago, and by the way, the second book was for a client, but they're all nonfiction. But the and now I'm writing my third book, so I'm asking you for this for this for my, myself too, JB. And that is that you know it used to be self-published books were kind of like they were frowned upon, but now there's a lot of vanity presses and you know and, and I think um, uh, Amazon and Sparks and Ingram. There's a lot of publishing that can be done that's not with a traditional publishing house. For, for those of us who are in the empowerment space, and I don't know that I'm as much about the empowerment space as I am about uh, professional and personal growth, but maybe that's empowerment. I guess mm-hmm. it is when you put it, it that way. But yeah, uh, but what what's your take on, on going to a smaller publishing company, maybe such as yours, or going with a mainstream publisher, if you can get a mainstream publisher? Yeah, great question. Well, there's a lot of what we call hybrid publishing going on because there are publishing houses like myself that are utilizing publishing and traditional print. We publish and manufacture our books in Asia out of our factory. And then there are people who are using Amazon and other print and demand fulfillment centers. The most important part I want to share with people about when you choose a publisher is to really look at who owns the copyright and who owns your work. We do something that nobody else does. I don't own your work and I don't take any royalties. My business is about helping you get to the finish line. I help you write your story. I help you write your book. We do something interesting with many of our authors. We'll put them into a compilation book to help break the grass ceiling of some of their writing limitations or some of their, you know, worries and fears around writing. We really coach you and train you and teach you, pull back the curtain so that you know how to write your book, how to publish your book. We sort of teach you how to fish instead of just fish for you. But then we segue you into your solo book or your individual book. And so it's really a process as an incremental step to get you to the finish line. When it comes to publishing, though, for me, I want my authors to own their work. I want them to be able to repurpose their work, use their work, definitely tell their story. I never want you to sign a contract with a publishing house that doesn't allow you to work with other other authors or other publishers, that doesn't allow you to repurpose your work or share it in other mediums. Your story is your your work is yours you should be benefiting from it additionally I don't take any revenue for example when I first published my book in 2003 my first solo book my publisher took more money from my book than me and I was the one doing all the work I was the one doing all the media those were back in the days when I was traveling across the country and showing up at bookstores and on TV and on radio to promote my book I was working my book, but guess what? Every book sale, my publisher was making more money than me. And so with hybrid publishing, and especially what we do at Ignite, is we want to help you get your book to the place where now it's bestseller, it's on Amazon, it's available around the world, it's in every bookstore, it's on Barnes & Noble, it's in Kindle, it's in audio. But for every book sale you make, the revenue goes to you, not to us. And I think that's something that a lot of new authors should really think about and consider because you want to own your content. You want it to be yours. Even your own ISBN you should own. A lot of publishers are in the business of collecting ISBN numbers. Imagine they have 10,000 ISBNs. They make $2 from every book. That's a good business model for a publisher to just sit back and wait for everybody else's revenue to come in. I'm in the business of helping you become a business, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, 
a, a media mogul, a brand. Those are the things that are important to me. And you're using your book to elevate you to that status. And so that's what I would suggest to anyone listening. And of course, I'm always available. My mandate is to help anybody who wants to publish. I absolutely will be available to assist people because it's something we don't know. If I wanted to learn to fly a helicopter, somebody would have to show me all the bells and dials. It's just like publishing. People have really great ideas, but they need somebody to walk them through the process of editing, manufacturing, typesetting, producing, marketing, launching, all of that. Yeah, you know, having said that, and this is anyone listening, this ISBN number, we do own ours because, as I said, my first book was self-published because of right. the media, how to talk to the media. And and I will say this, that the advantages of, of what of your company, and I'm, I'm sure there may be other ones too, uh, JB, but one of the advantages definitely is that is the distribution. Now, I wasn't concerned about distribution, but we did have the ISBN number, which is kind of that, if anybody, that's that number that's the back of your book by the barcode, and you need that. Uh, but we won't go down getting into the, you know, that's, you can talk, you can look that up anywhere online, ISBN numbers. But um, I do want to say that the distribution part of it, because if you don't have distribution, you know, Baker and Taylor, probably um, mm -hmm. they're a very, very good publishing company. And I was scared to death. I, I was in line at this writer's event or whatever, and they were looking at all these authors and my book was self-published and the woman standing ahead of me, her book was self-published. And, and this woman at Baker and Taylor, she said, this is a, not a very good book. And she said, I suggest you go back and rewrite it. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's she going to say about mine? And uh, so I was getting all nervous. And then she looked at mine. She said, I think this is the best self-published book I've ever seen. Mm. Now, the only reason being JB is that I come out of TV and I come out of, you know, I have some little creativity, you know, a little creativity, but I know a lot of creativity. I mean, creative people. And so it was really a professionally done book. I mean, from the inside, outside. But the point is, it was a lot of work for me to do that. And, and I would never do that again. I would go to you or someone like you. And I'm saying that to anyone who wants to publish a book. Yes, you can learn it the hard way, which I did, finding printers and this and that. And of course, this was like 10 years ago. We're doing a new edition of that. But when you can go to someone who not only knows what the content needs to be in your book, not telling your story for you, but knowing what, knowing how content is placed, what, what is, is, is going to be uh, get people's attention, want the book but also to all the back end of it, you know, finding those printers. You mentioned you have a company in Asia and then getting those ISBN numbers. And more than that, more importantly, is distribution because otherwise you can have a whole pallet of books in your garage and what are you going to do with them? So let's talk about, someone says, okay, I think I have a story. I, I wanna ask you if you can talk about the fine line JB and this is also about speakers. It's great to hear our stories and our stories. I mean, I'm a storyteller. I'm a conversational writer. I'm a conversational speaker, but you can go overboard on your story, even on stage so that people go, okay, now what? <laughs> and so can we talk about the story and then the learning from the story? Yeah, very good point. So we do something that's, you know, a lot of other people do, but we do a lot of compilation books because a couple of things, often when somebody has some traumatic experience or even some life-changing or great epiphany or great concept, they want to share that there's this percolating to the surface, like I got to tell this story. And I want to say to anyone listening, if you have been told you should write your story, or if you feel in your heart, you should write your story, then that's the universe calling you to do it. And many people have said, oh, I don't know 
if my story is interesting. And here's what the thing, there's never a want without a desire. And so if you have the desire to write, it's because somebody wants to hear your story. And I just want to say that very clearly. If you feel you should write your story, it's because somebody out in the world needs to hear your story and they're calling you the frequency and the message is coming to you, write your story, because that's exactly what they need to hear. But you're very correct. Diving deep into a story that doesn't benefit the reader is not where we want to go. We want to tell stories that have that silver lining, that golden nugget, that words of wisdom that's going to pull people forward. And we've seen it on stage and in books where people go way too deep into their story. And so one of the things that we do is we help you tell your story, but we walk you through the process because sometimes you just need to regurgitate it. You need to get it out. You need to declare it. You need to say it. I was working with an author. She wrote in her story how she was eight years old. She wrote, was drawing a picture. Her mom told her it wasn't very good. She should focus on being a lawyer. And for a page and a half in her story, she really said, you know, my mom was unfair. My mom was mean. And how, what mother says that to a child? After she read it to me, I was like, okay, how do you feel about that now? And she's like, I just needed to say it. <laughs> my little girl just needed to declare it. I'm like, okay, do we need it in the book? And she's like, no, we can take it out. So there's a real healing process and uh, that comes through telling your story. And as you uncover it and peel it back and redo it and work with an editor and reread it and do it and do the work yourself, you'll come to that place where you realize you're no longer writing the story for yourself, but you're writing it for your audience. And I think this is a key point that a lot of people need to get to, especially those who self-publish. Your book is not for you. Your story is no longer for you. It's for your reader. It's for your audience. You have moved forward enough through your story and through your learning that now you want to offer your expertise to somebody else. And so when people write their books very much for themselves, they kind of often will flop or the reader will become dis disenchanted with a book. When you write your book for your audience, and this is the power of marketing, when you write your book to answer the call of your audience, to solve the problem of your customer, to give them what they need to move them forward because we're evolving beings. We want to evolve constantly. We want data, information, input so that we can move forward. If your book can take someone through that transformational journey, then you've nailed it. And it's no longer about you, it's about your reader. And that's one of the things we really, really train our authors to understand that you have to make the transition from writing for yourself to writing for your marketplace. And that's what's gonna make your book successful. I hope that's helpful. I hope everybody can understand uh, appreciate that. And if anybody wants to share with me, I'm happy to uh, give you a little bit of feedback on, on writing your book and sharing your story. Yeah, I was actually thinking about doing that. If anybody had questions here in a minute, we definitely want to give you a chance to. Uh, uh, well, I want to remind everybody, if you just joined us in the last few minutes, uh, just joined us in the room, you're wondering who we're talking to. This is live with you to Nate, where we talk to world changers each week. And we're talking to J.B. Owen today. She's the founder and CEO of Ignite Publishing. But you also have a couple of other businesses. Uh, and I wanted to give you a chance to tell the tell us a story about Lotus Liners. You're also the, uh, you know, the, the CEO of J.B.O. Global Inc., and uh, but tell us a little bit about Lotus Liners real quick. I know, you you know, you help manufacture uh, products for women, uh, comfortable clothing. Tell us a little bit about that story and then we'll dive into some questions. 
Yeah, well, I'm a real proponent of entrepreneurship. And I feel like the most important thing about being an entrepreneur is that triple win. You've got to win as a business owner, but your customers have to win and your customers' customers have to win. And then for me, somebody else has to win, like the environment has to win or people in need have to win. There has to be this triple win that's involved in all of your business uh, endeavors. And that's what makes real transformational wealth. I've been very blessed to create washable feminine products for women. The triple win is we're pulling disposable products out of the landfills. We're providing a much healthier alternative to menstrual products. We're giving women the opportunity to save money. What costs women $12,000 in a lifetime of buying disposable products, they'll spend $600 using Lotus liners. So really looking at a product that has this triple win. We do that with our product development with JBL Global. We do that with our books. Our, our writers win. Our readers win. All of the proceeds of our books go towards building schools in Indonesia and Cambodia. Now we have children who are winning and igniting possibilities in their life. And so it's really important for me as an entrepreneur and business owner to reflect upon new and upcoming business owners to think about the triple win. When you have a business that just serves you, it's very fleeting. When you realize that there's something bigger and larger you can do, it's incredibly rewarding. And wealth comes to you because it's attracted to the ability to help others. Currently, Ignite is stepping into our next project, which is called Igniting Humanity. Now more than ever, we need to think about humanity. What is the future of this planet? And so as a publishing house, we're getting super excited to tell stories about people igniting humanity. There are people out there in the world who've had ignite moments that have inspired them to like do something for humanity, empower, inspire, uplift, motivate, transform humanity. And so this summer, as I shared, I'm going to be cycling across Canada, 10,000 kilometers, and we're going to be filming a documentary about igniting humanity. I have met so many people while cycling who've invited us into their homes, given us food, showed us really incredible secret locations to go and see beautiful vistas and mountains and waterfalls. And it restored my faith in humanity during the pandemic because people in generally are good and honest and connecting and they want to be with one another. And so through our documentary, we're going to be igniting humanity by telling incredible ignite moments. We're going to do an Ignite Humanity book where people can share their stories where they're igniting humanity. We're going to be doing a TV series so that people can see ignite moments on screen and do things uh, that will inspire them to help others and do the triple win in their life. And so I'm super excited about this opportunity. If you've got a story and ignite moment and you want to be a part of something big and Nate, we're even going to take it one step further because we're going to go after a Guinness book of world records for the largest compilation book of stories. And so we really are going to turn up the volume and igniting humanity. And what's fun about it, it's not about the marketing now, it's about the impact. And I think many of the people listening realize that their company is about impact. And when you focus on the impact and the change that you can make, now it's fun, enjoyable, purposeful, driven. You know your why, you've got your North Star, you're going after it. And that's a business that people want to be a part of. And so I'll just share, if you want to uh, tell your story, go to ignitehumanity.life or check out the link above, igniteu.life, uh, because really we're on a mission. And I think many of us as entrepreneurs, when it comes to marketing, it's not about the sale, it's not about the numbers, it's not about the transaction, it's about the transformation. I love that. So guys, if you're listening and you don't have access to the link at the top of the room, you can find out more about sharing your story and possibly being a part of the largest compilation book ever and part of that Guinness Book of World Records. The links are igniteu.life, 
or ignitehumanity.life. And uh, you can find out more information about the project that uh, JB is working on right now. But um, uh, also, you believe that anything is possible. We've talked about, you know, you're igniting possibilities and people around you through, through writing books and through other challenges and through other projects, through other things that they're going through. But you were the winner. I, I wanted to mention this earlier. Let's talk about it real quick, and then we'll open it up for questions. You were the winner on Dragon's Den. And for those of you that don't know what Dragon's Den is, it's the Canadian version of Shark Tank. And uh, some of the same entrepreneurs on there. I remember digging into some of the Dragon's Den episodes on YouTube. So I'm going to have to go find yours, JB. <laughs> but uh, what did you win on Dragon's Den? And uh, what business was, was that? What was that like? Well, I went on Dragon's Den actually for Lotus Liners. And it was really fun to stand on national television and talk about washable feminine pads for periods and piddles. <laughs> and of course, the dragons were slapping their foreheads and shaking their head and covering their eyes and couldn't believe that we were talking about menstrual pads on television and what I want to say to any entrepreneur in the room if you think your business is tough <laughs> imagine talking about such a subject matter on national television but I was very passionate and still very passionate about this product because it does save lives it does help women it prevents cancer there are so many things about using a washable product versus a disposable product full of bleaches and toxins and chemicals but I want to tell the little bit the story behind Dragon's Den. I went on the show. I asked for $150,000 for 30% of the company. Five dragons said no, one after the other. In fact, one of the dragons said, I know a lot about a lot of things, and I want to know nothing about this. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm out. But one final dragon um, at the very end, she stood up and said, I love this product. I love what you're doing. Yes, I'm in. And we hugged and shook hands. Now, the interesting thing about that is for the next six months, I actually had to do a president's report, financial reports. I had to meet with her team every single month and go over meticulously every aspect of my business. Now, surprisingly, at the end of that six months, I actually was nominated for a female entrepreneur of the year and went to Canada or to Toronto for an award ceremony. And my dragon was the keynote speaker and while she was standing up on stage and telling her stories about you know kind of undercutting somebody else and she told a story about how she like was tough in business everything inside of my body was like this is not the person I want to partner with I went up to her after the keynote we hugged and it just felt really uncomfortable and my body said to me you need to do your business she's not the right person for you she doesn't know your business you know your business and so I actually, my next month's president's report, I actually resigned and ended my contract and my tenure with them. And the fascinating part of the story is three months later, I had made more than $150,000, more than what I asked my dragon for, because I let go of the need to be wanting it from somebody else and focused on my business, which I had just delved into very, very intently in the last, in the, over the past six months and realized I had the capacity, the ability and the opportunities to build my brand, my business, my way. And I just needed to invest in it the way that she had asked me to over the last six months. So I'm super grateful for her for training me and getting me to that point. But what the moral of the story is, you have the capacity to grow your business. You don't need to take a handout from everyone. And yes, some people love investments, but I just actually was on the set of America's Real Deal in Utah. I was one of the mentors and invested on this new project. 
entrepreneurs are showing up asking for investments. And the fascinating part of asking for an investment is what have you invested? One of the companies there was asking for $5 million and they didn't even, they had an idea, they didn't even have their app developed. And so you want to ask yourself when you're looking for investors or looking for money or even looking for customers, I want someone to buy my program. I want someone to invest in me and invest in what I'm doing. The question you really need to ask yourself is what are you investing in yourself to give to your customers and give to your clients? And that goes right back to your book. What are you investing? What's the time, energy, value you're investing and in putting in your book? Because I read the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Walter D. Waddles, and he talks about there should be more use value in everything you give than cash value. And so if somebody gives you $10 in cash value, you want to give them 10 times that back in use value for how they can go out and use what you've given them to make money in their business. And that really, for me, is the way we're going to ignite humanity, ignite entrepreneurs, ignite possibilities. And so that's my story around Dragon's Den. And I just want you all to know that you have the power to grow your business and you have the ability to make all the money you desire. You don't need to ask it from somebody else. You just need to dive into your business and grow your business in a way that you never have done before to get you where you want to go. So good. And you just dropped a, a bomb for those of you that might have missed it. Yes. In the science of getting rich, Wallace Waddles, if you want to know how to build any business, you're thinking about building a business, you're thinking about writing a book, just figure out a way to give 10 times use value what the it, versus the money that you're receiving. If you want to earn a thousand dollars for a course or uh, create a masterclass or a webinar or whatever, then figure out a way to give $10,000 worth of value. And uh, that's it. That's the formula for building a business. If you can go beyond that, then that's even better. So let's, uh, Jude, before we open it up for questions, did you have anything else you wanted to add to this uh, uh, for uh, JB? I do, JB. It's so, it's, I'm just really enjoying this conversation with you. Not, not only what we're learning, but just the conversation period. If someone does want to talk to you, you mentioned the, the compilation book that you're doing. And, the, you know, one of the, comp now, would you call Chicken Soup for the Soul a compilation book? Because, as you know, that, that book was, it's, it's history, right? That was such a main history. Uh, is that a compilation book? And if so, or if not, how do you go about, if, you, if one of us wanted to write a compilation book, how do we start that? Well, two things we're doing, a, we do, we've done 12, we've done actually 20 compilation books in the last two years. We do about five to six a year. Our current compilation book we're doing is Ignite Forgiveness. That's an opportunity. People have great Ignite moments around forgiveness. We're doing Ignite Creativity, Ignite Your Purpose, Ignite uh, Your Courage and Ignite Faith. And so those are all books that are coming up in 2022 and 2023 at Ignite. You can go to our website and see those books and be a part of it. It's a 3000 word story. So it's a really great opportunity to break the, uh, you know, get yourself excited, break the cherry on your story and share in a small contained way. But the fabulous thing is you get to do it with a community of other people. You get to go bestseller with other individuals. You get to promote your book. I think Chicken Soup for the Soul really, again, was that the very first time we saw a collection of stories that were heartfelt and empowering. And that's what I really want to give them credit for is because we want stories that speak to the heart. Our books are never about my business, my brand. This is what I do. This is how great I am. The books are about touching the reader, affecting the reader, inspiring the reader to get up off the couch and go after what they want. At the end of every one of our stories, we have action steps. So each and every writer includes an action step that they took to inspire the reader because we want readers to take action. We all know you can't get anything done if you don't take action. 
And so it's wonderful opportunity to be a part of our books. I think if you want to create your own compilation book, you can also work with us because we do what we call marquee books, where we help other industries and business owners and leaders who have a following create their own compilation books under their own story, under their own uh, purpose and process. And then we do all the back end because I will share there's a lot of emotional <laughs> upheavals and ups and downs. It's like birthing a baby when you're writing your story and doing a book. And so a lot of companies have ideas to do compilation books, but they don't have all of the framework in the background to make it happen. And so Ignite helps you do that. And of course, we help individual authors tell their story. But it's a really great way to get started is doing a compilation book. And of course, the Ignite Humanity book that we're just uh, that we're doing uh, this year is a fantastic opportunity. There's gonna be some amazing people in that book. David Meltzer's in that book. James Dentley's in that book. Les Brown is gonna be in that book. Um, and so there's some really powerful people. We've asked the Dalai Lama to be in that book and we're waiting to hear back from him. So it's a really great opportunity to align yourself and your message. Now, if you have a brand and you wanna say, I was in a book that's igniting humanity and that benefits your brand, that's also a really good strategic move to make. If you're a purpose coach and you're in a book about igniting purpose, really great business strategy to make. And so think about the compilation books that you want to be in so that they benefit your brand and they help with your marketing. Thank you. And then I'm going to turn it back to Nate. If someone wanted to have a consultation with you, uh, how do you do that or how does that work or what would you advise? Yeah, I'm super accessible and I do that on purpose because I was one of those people that put my hand up and wanted somebody to pay attention to me and, <laughs> and that didn't always happen. And so I promised myself that when I reach that level that I could help others and pull them forward, I would always make myself accessible. So I'm the only JB Owen on Facebook. You can absolutely reach me. I'm the Pink Billionaire on Instagram, also JB Owen on Instagram. And then you can find me at JB at igniteu.life as my email, or just reach out to uh, through my website. And I really, really love to make myself available for people just to answer questions and help you move it forward in, 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 your, uh, in your dream and your vision. Somebody helped me along the way. And so I promised uh, in return, I will help as many people as possible get their dream. Well, I for one, am going to do that because I think it's fortuitous that Nate, you would invite JB today to come and be with us and interview her because I'm getting ready to write this next book. And JB, well, the reason that's important is that this is about women, my next book. Mm, and, fantastic. So, and I know that you do a lot of things, you know, a lot of, you, you provide a lot of uh, resources and help, and that's one of your main advocates. And so advocacy, so, so I think we have a, a commonality right there. But I will reach out to you. And Nate, I, I wanna thank you again for bringing JB to us this morning. And so nice to meet you. And Nate said we probably have a lot of things in common with our television backgrounds and all of the above and TV appearances. But let's not go there because we could spend another hour or two. So we will do that another time. I'm honored, Jude. Absolutely. I would love to help you. I really am at a place in my life where assisting and supporting others is, is exactly why I'm here. And I just want to say to anyone who's listening, it's not a coincidence that you're here. You could be anywhere on the planet right now. You could be doing a number of things. And you're right here, right now, listening to this. And if you have the spark inside of you, a little burning ember that you would like to write a book, you'd like to tell your story and you don't know how, it's perfect opportunity to reach out because I help you with the how. I help you do just the little, the things that you don't need to do. I help you do all the stuff so that you 
can focus on your message and you can focus on your brand and you can focus on your mission because I just do all the incremental things that you don't need to worry about to get you where you want to get to. And if you're feeling inside of you that you need to do this, then follow that. I'm always interested when people want something and then the universe shows up for them. Here's how to do it. And then they pause and they wait. Don't wait. Don't pause. There's no time like right now to start telling your story. Great message. I'm going to toss it back to our friend, Nate. I love that message. And you know what? I mean, my faith and Nate and I talk about faith a lot on this program and, and other shows that we're on. That faith, when that voice inside you speaks to you, uh, there is a purpose for that. There is a reason. And I, I call it that divine uh, intervention always. So listen to that inner voice if you think you've got a book and reach out to JB. And JB, so nice to meet you. Nate, are you there, Phil? My bud here. Yeah, okay. blessings to you, Jude. Thank you. I am so here, much. and uh, what a fantastic interview and conversation, guys. If you guys missed any of this, jump back and catch the replay when we shut the room down later. Catch the replay. We've been talking to J.B. Owen, the founder and CEO of Ignite Publishing. And uh, just like a lot of the champions here on stage, she believes that anything is possible, and she helps people ignite possibilities in their business, in their lives, and uh, uh, writing your own book and, and sharing your story is a big part of that. So we're going to go a couple of minutes over the past the top of the hour. I do, I do want to give space to take a couple of questions. We're starting the social media show here in a few minutes, so we can, uh, uh, because the social media show is my show, along with Tom Challen, Marcus Black, Ashley Branstetter, and Christy Jensen, who I see on stage, uh, I'm going to take a few minutes into the show to take a couple of questions. If you guys have for JBO and flash your mic, Flash your mic if you'd like to ask JB a question based on the what you've heard over the last hour. And I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling, guys. If anybody's here listening and wants to chat with JB real quick for a minute, go ahead and flash your mic. Where are the mic flashes? Who's here with me? <laughs> Thanks, Nate. I really want to say I really appreciate all the work you're doing. It was a delight to spend some time with you in Vegas and just see the magic and the inspiration that you're providing everybody. Uh, love the things that you're doing. And blessings to everybody here that's um, stepping into that next version of yourself. You have the ability to manufacture, create, and bend reality on your future Ignite moments. A lot of us look at our past Ignite moments, and I just want to inspire you all. You can create the Ignite moments of your future. What do you want to be? Where do you want to stand? Who do you want to become? What do you want to be known for? Move in that direction and start focusing on those Ignite moments of what it is you want to feel, experience and um, have in your life and you can create those you can absolutely manifest those focus on the future focus on where you're going and you will absolutely get there i love that and i might have mentioned to you i call them all-in moments but today we're calling them ignite moments i love that i love the conversation about how you know just the idea of more people stepping into their future taking that step that's right in front of you and creating ignite moments you don't wait for ignite moments to happen to you let's step into our future and create them and uh, so jb thanks for being here if you guys want to find out more information about her current project the links at the top of the room ignitehumanity.life you can also find out more about what's going on in jb owens world and with ignite publishing at ignite uh, now i forgot the other link it was ignite uh ignite, ignite you ignite you ignite dot life so yeah. remember those if you're listening and you don't have access to the link Remember, IgniteU.life and IgniteHumanity.life for her current project. If you have a story that you would like to tell and you'd like to be a part of the largest compilation book ever and break the Guinness Books of World, Book of World's Record, then reach out to the Pink Billionaire, not just Pink at Pink Billionaire on Instagram, 
Her name is JB Owen. You can find JB Owen on Facebook, Instagram. The only JB Owen, she said, on Instagram. Also, Pink Billionaire. So thank you for being here, guys. Reach out to her. Find out how Ignite Publishing can help you take your story to the world, how you can uh, uh, start writing your book and start taking the steps to get your story uh, heard, told, and uh, read around the world. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.